so. Oh, I can't. Hear. Hey, can you send me the link to the show notes? There are no show notes. Oh, I thought you said said you were going to have some show notes. Oh, I have some. Yes. Oh, but I don't get to see them. Great. Oh, it's this. I probably should, but here's the thing. <laughs> I write it down in my. I have chicken scratch. Oh, okay. I kind of want to just go over. Okay. Well, just fuck it. Let's go. All right. Hello and welcome <laughs> to. <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Nicole. Uh, hi. <laughs> Aloha. Oh. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> oh, oh, it's wow. been over. It's been about a year, but she still won't do it. Uh, but no. Do what? Uh, the intro. <laughs> You're like oh. one of the only people who <laughs> treat you and Jake. <laughs> oh shit. But anyway, uh, yeah, Jake's doing his two weeks a year thing with the Navy at the moment. And apparently yep, he also went to the freaking Wizarding World of Harry Potter, the jackass. Yeah, that looks like he's having a hard time. Yeah, little bastard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, him and his wife went out there. We got his dog for a bit, and that slobbery beast. Uh, <laughs> I love Annie. Oh, he's she adorable. is adorable, but she is a slobbery beast. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, so which is why we haven't had an episode in a couple in, in last week because well, there's a lot of like I didn't feel like doing a clip show episode. So, until it gets back, we'll stagger. We may have Nicole back again in a week or two for another episode. Or Ask nicely this time. <laughs> yes. Actually, this has been my fault. <laughs> to tell you the truth. Well, nothing's ever my fault because I have no life. So, I am never the fault that recording is late. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I'm at fault is when I'm feeling like crap. That's it. But, I had an idea for this episode because... Nicole's a comic dork. I'm a comic uh, dork. Mm-hmm. And you, you always struck me as someone who actually does take a stint on, or take leans toward the older Archie comics as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember reading him a long time ago. Yeah. I just, but I, I, honestly, I do like some of the new stuff, so. <laughs> would, it, would it be, uh, is that prejudicial for me to assume that you were still reading them? <laughs> that I profiled no. you into being someone who kept reading them? No, there's nothing wrong with that because because it's a classic. Like, um, I, I guess we'll get into this now. Have you read uh, Afterlife with Archie? Oh, I haven't. Okay, uh, spoiler: I've only read one Archie comic, and that was the fucking Punisher one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I never read too much of Archie, but Archie's one of those ubiquitous zeitgeisty kind of things. Okay, one of the ten dollar words people throw around because everybody knows Archie. You don't mm-hmm. have to read Archie to know Archie. All right. And so I decided, why not put us through some torture <laughs> by having both of us watch the Riverdale show. And if I was smart, as she said before I started, uh, before this episode, I should have uploaded the show notes so we could discuss them <laughs> instead of me just ranting. Originally, it was going to be the first three episodes. I sent her a text at at 20 minutes into the first episode, telling her I couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> I had to stop at one episode. How far did you get? I got into four episodes. Holy shit, really? Well, because I, I quote-unquote watched them at work, we're not supposed to have any... <gasps> any um, we're not supposed to watch anything at work. We can listen to stuff, but we can't watch anything. Okay, so you uh, technically you weren't watching it, but it was there. Well, I was watching it, but I hit it <gasps> up with my coat. <laughs> I hit it with my coat, so uh, I didn't get caught. But 
So you yeah, did so basically the exact same thing I did during vocabulary tests? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I am 40 years old and I'm still having to act like I'm 10. Hey, work. nothing wrong with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, your picture is a Autobot with Pinkie Pie. Oh, yeah. So, my so, work oh, my, avatar my is a picture of Unipug, for God's sake. <laughs> so, yes, my official work my work emails come through with a pug with a goddamn unicorn horn strapped to his head with a doofy grin sitting on a rainbow. That's my official work capacity. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's not just for internal. This is what people, when I'm like, oh yeah, here's your password that you forgot that I had to validate with you. Pug. So I, I can't say. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, you know the worst part? Mom actually Pug. watched the whole series. Oh, she watched the whole yeah, 13 she episodes? Yeah, has my Netflix, so of course she... Uh, oh, and she doesn't even I, know I, why. I might finish it just so I... It's kind of like... It's kind of like back in the day with Twin Peaks. You're like, I gotta no, find out. He'll, it's not he'll because Laura Twin Palmer, Peaks was good. You know? Oh, and it's yeah. a worse ending than Twin Peaks. At least that was The Devil Did It. Apparently yeah. the kid's dad did it. The end. There, murder mystery okay. solved. Okay. Apparently. I was thinking it was someone else. But no, okay, so we'll start... I was going to say, you know what, since we only did one, we'll also talk about Wonder Woman, which was amazing. But we'll save that for after. Let's go ahead and shoot this dead horse first. And <laughs> I honestly, right as it started, I had to stop it. I had to stop it for 30 seconds and replay it so I could listen to that stupid narration over. Did you pay attention to that? Uh, the, the narration for the, oh no, the opening, at the very beginning the opening it's a scene. small town so, so the small <clears throat> town and let's see I uh, this is the story of a town a small yeah. town and the people who live inside the small town and the dogs owned by the people in the small town that's and the worried, right the cat that, that, it was this weird worried the cat that ate the rat bullshit <laughs> well the dogs thing I know I tossed it but still fuck it it was so dumb. It's what you write when you're trying to meet a a, a word count limit in a school project, mm. which is fitting because apparently the narrator is fucking Jughead, who's the nitty gritty school reporter. Oh my mm -hmm. god! Yeah, I'm not oh. I'm not thrilled with Jughead in this series. That's for sure. Oh, uh, also, like the moment the twins showed up, I was like, are they fucking? Okay, I thought I. That's what I was thinking. Right? Like, are the these first two time you see be, Are these twins actually, like, together, together? You know? <laughs> okay, let's paint you a word picture, dear viewers. Uh, these two twins, they get into a boat and go off into the water. We're talking, she's wearing, like, sheer lace and stuff. Uh huh. And it was. It, mm. They're either going to a baptism or they going to do some fucking. The only two options that they have here. There yeah. is no reason two people would get into a boat like that at, like, apparently it was 6 o'clock in the morning. In the morning, yeah, first of all, yeah. And then she's like, are you ready for this? And you're like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, my dear sister. You're wearing a dress, and I'm wearing what looks like Quaker pants. I wish <laughs> I could, but I cannot make an unzipping sound for you, for these are button pants. <laughs> so... Just know, the unzip sound is implied. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> yeah, that... Oh, and... Oh, God. Yeah. It was so dumb! This show is 
Oh my god, I... Oh, you didn't even see the worst part. Oh, what was the gosh. worst part? No, the whole thing with... We're going to spoil the crap out of this, people. So <laughs> I literally <laughs> just in, just told you the ending of the series, <laughs> of the know. season. But, but but Archie is having an affair with... Oh, with dang, teachers. I was going to bring that out later. But no, uh, yeah, Archie's fucking... Archie, whose whole concept is he's a schluppy dork who, for some reason has the attention of two women the first episode he spurns both of them because he's fucking his teacher who who looks five years younger than the rest of them who looks five years younger than him that's what i'm saying so it's just like they literally use the term whoever that teacher is whoever the actress is go take some acting classes oh my gosh you're so dead it's It's like she's reading the script for the first time it's so, the whole thing is so bad. Like, dear God, when they first show Archie, the quintessential gay fi- gay friend says, <clears throat> Archie got hot. Archie got abs. He's a ginger uh, bull. What the f- I know. So, so Archie, the Archie from Archie Comics, who's supposed to be a sloppy everyman who looks a bit like Doonesbury, okay? Uh. Or Dagwood. I'm sorry, Dagwood from Dagwood, yeah, I, I I'm knew sorry. Meant, I knew it. Okay. Is one ripped. Two, I well, swear to God, I think his hair is CGI. Though. His hair has to be CGI. And I swear to God, since it's CW, they if it was anywhere else, they'd probably show his pubes, and those two would have been <laughs> CGI'd. Like, that is too red. It is too red. Uh-huh. Everything else is horrible, and it's drawn into... Stark contrast because everything else is a just a watered down sapia tone bullshit. You could tell this boy, oh. this guy that's playing Archie, he's not a natural redhead. No, that is not a natural color. No, the only thing that could be the natural that kind of redhead is the Ghost of Christmas Present. I don't know the Weasley. That is the only thing that would have hair of that color. <laughs> and oh, it's so. Oh, so, yeah, you have CGI-haired, super-ripped ginger bull that is Archie is fucking his teacher. We have have Betty, who has a pill addiction because her mom's Joan Crawford. Oh, yeah, she's on Adderall, and they tell you that. Like, we're talking her her entire scenes are info dumps. They're expositional. Mm -hmm. Like, the first scene, she's, of course, watching Archie from across the street. Ugh, but they've what? been friends since they were two years old, or when she moved yeah. in for when she was four, or something like that. Only reason she's not the girl next door is because she's across the fucking street. <laughs> then the next scene is her mom telling her all these things she has to do because she's a good daughter. It's like, oh, here's your Adderall. I know you weren't getting it refilled. Here's your Adderall. Hey, 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 audience, this is her Adderall. <laughs> and then the, like. Oh my god, and Veronica is horrible. See, I will take Veronica over Betty, though. Are you kidding me? Because whereas Betty is Info Dump City, is Expositional Alley, all Veronica, you could just call her Juno. You know why? She makes more fucking pop cultural references than that entire movie. Well, she's from New York City, so she oh, knows more about other her things first than anyone entrance. from small town. For one, she's wearing a goddamn cape. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing a cape 
And she walks into this, to uh, Pop's Chocolate Shop. Why do they have burgers there? Oh, go fuck yourself. It's a, like, don't, if you draw attention to the fact that it's a malt shop in a modern era, it doesn't make it funny. What would have made it funny is nobody mentioned it at all. Mm-hmm. If she like, um, like, if she would just, like, looked at her mom, like, weird, it's like, so, what? If she would just, like, just look around, flabbergast at this existence, but yet everybody goes there, that would have been the joke. That she, that they are, she just has no idea how small towns work, because, I mean, well, it's just something she's not used to, because she's used to not small towns. That would have mm-hmm. been a good thing, that would have been an okay thing. Mm-hmm. But one, she comes in wearing her cloak like she's freaking level five rogue, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. A fifth level rogue. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, if you look at it in terms, I'm more, if you, this was a, a, a Truman Capote movie, I'm more breakfast at Tiffany's, and this place is whatever the fuck she said, because she, I yeah. seriously think I started having a fit once she started saying that, because I lost all sense of what time was. You know what? She got better after the first episode. <gasps> yeah, well... I'm going to have to take your word because I barely slogged through the first episode. Yeah. And she yeah, because I actually references. started to like Veronica. Which is really weird because like in the, in the comics bit, and yeah. stuff, I was always more of a Betty fan. But after the first uh, episode, I was more of a Veronica fan. I will um, admit that was something they did like because she at least had the, the – that's something that I really – why I hated the show the most is it had some decent self-awareness to it. Like – the simple fact of once she realized Betty Betty had the nugs for him, she was sort of backing off, but at the same time, it was like, dude, if you're not going to hit it, I'm jumping. It's that mm-hmm. simple. And there was that bit. That bit was kind of nice where she kept just trying to prod her. It's like, yeah, go do it. Go do it. Go do it. And then nothing happened. And you're like, dude. And oh, dear God. The resolution in the first episode of the romance thing. Oh, it was oh, so bad. It was like... Just tell, like, okay, so we're just going to be jumping ahead on shit. We're going to be jumping around. So, of <laughs> course, the after party at, oh, wait, we didn't even tell them the crux of it. Oh, yeah, one of the twins shows up, just disappears uh, from their weird incest boat trip. He just disappears. That and that's the big thing. And the whole reason we know it was at 6 o'clock in the morning was Archie was talking to his fuck buddy teacher, and they said it was at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Okay, so this is like the, the busiest woods ever because you also had the Boy Scouts there. You had <laughs> it was so oh. dumb. It's like everybody so was in these woods doing some shady shit. This it was this was not murder on the Orient Express. That's what they tried. They tried turning this to a fucking mm-hmm. Agatha Christie show. Which oh, speaking of, put a pin in that. The moment. When you saw that trailer in Wonder Woman for uh-huh. Mur- Murder on Orient Express, did you get that trailer? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was so pissed off because they showed Johnny Depp. I was like, no, no, you are not fucking making Johnny Depp goddamn Hercule Poirot. <laughs> but then it pans out, and what do we get? <sighs> Kenneth Branagh, <laughs> king of Northern Irish ham. And I was sold. I was sold. This is going to be an awesome movie. Why? Because it's Kenneth Branagh doing Agatha Christie. You have a Northern Irish man doing a very, very British accent. Even though technically, yeah, I know it's Morky, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Playing 
a oh was he Belgian? Hercule Poirot was he Belgian? I haven't read that book forever. So we'll just so, so basically he was the Western European. He's playing the yeah. Western European clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. But back to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, the resolution. So of course, there's a big, there's a big dance that. Of course, there's a big dance on the first fucking episode. Oh, They've literally well, like been back at school yeah. for three days, and there's a dance. There's a formal dance. I don't understand how that's possible. Like, this whole it, thing takes place over the course of, like, what, two, three days? Uh-huh. If that? Well, they, they, they were going to... Well, I think the dance is already planned because they were thinking about canceling. But it. on the second day of school, and there's a dance. And then what's-her-name's like, no, we should... Yeah. 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 Commandant Incest was all, let's keep the dance going. Because but, I want the attention all of me. Can I okay. just say you should have been the one drowning, girlfriend? <laughs> oh, my gosh. She oh, is yeah. so annoying. Yeah. Uh, but you want to know something? I will take her over the worst. I say the worst characters was Josie and the Pussycats. I oh, I put, know. I what wanted to skin every one of those girls. I'm like, right? Oh. I want to turn them bitches into violin strings. They're horrible cats. They, oh, yeah, just out north. So, wait, wait, wait. Did, did, she say, did he say Josie? Why are they cat? No. And he's like, you see these cat ears? I was like, oh my yeah. god, you're drawing attention to it. Don't draw attention to it. You're just Josie that's... and the Pussycats. You're not that fucking great. Well, see, that's the whole thing. They're like, you're not supposed to be looking at her ears. That is rude. And there's this like... You literally pointed to a... Why the... The... Oh, it's so attention-starved bullshit. Oh, it's... This is... Okay, this TV show is basically almost every DC movie ever. You take a concept and you think making references to things are enough, but you don't understand the crux of it. You don't, like... You make a Superman movie where he's all-powerful but questioning everything. Mm Mm-hmm. But the whole point of the Superman story is the immigrant trying to be the best he can to live up to his adopted country standards. Just because he is a literal god figure Mm -hmm. doesn't change the fact that he's still doing everything he can to protect his adopted home and people. Alright, Batman, the man who is the guy, is not the brooding dark hero, he's the guy who has to solve everything. Because the most important thing in his life can never be solved. His parent, his parents were taken from him by a simple, random act. Not some nefarious thing. It is a thing that will never be solved because it's not something to solve. It was just a mugging that went bad. Mm-hmm. So he's compelled to solve things while dressed up like a fucking rodent. That is the concept. And Wonder Woman, it, well, they actually did okay on that, but is always just the I, uh, the warrior born and bred, but knowing the fact that war is not always the answer. We'll snap a bitch's neck. We'll <laughs> we'll we'll break what's his face. Oh, what was his name? The dude. Uh, the dude from ah, uh, oh god, Max. Ah, oh, the dude. Ah, oh, damn, I can't remember the dude's neck that he that. Uh, she broke, but oh no, she strangled him. Maxwell, the guy who killed Blue Beetle. Oh, that prick. um, 
Are you talking? Co- I stick at the Maxwell movie. Lord? I'm like, what are you talking Maxwell about? Lord? <laughs> stick at the movie. Um, is it Max Lord? But yeah, he was that. Yeah, yeah. the dude who you know ran the chess club. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate or whatever he called it. He was the chess club. But no. And this is what that show this is what that show is. You think Archie is just a bunch of people doing stupid things, but really it's just fun, wholesome stories that aren't as wholesome as you think. Amer it, and a lot of the crux of the stories are Americana is not a real thing, but people are, and that's what they turned it into. What could have been Americana is just people. Just fun little stories into the lives of these fake people. We don't need a goddamn drama queen, queen bee bullcrap. We don't need, uh-oh, my husband sending me money, but I ran away from him because he's being embezzlement person, blah, 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 blah. We don't need, I'm fucking my teacher, but I'm also asking her for music lessons because I want to oh be a songwriter. Oh my gosh, can get, oh that was horrible too. That was so yeah. dumb. That was so bad. Oh, oh, okay. I just, I just looked down my notes and I saw a phrase. When, I don't know who it was, random Asian guy who was talking to, uh, to Archie for no reason... When he's talking about, oh, hey, did you do the whole thing with, uh, like, you were helping your dad out oh, with yeah. construction. You see like, a bunch of houses? He... Tap that cougar ass. I was like, yeah, that's... Tap cougar ass. Oh, and it, he so totally did. He, a minute ago, called a man Moose. And that person is less sad than tap that cougar ass guy. <laughs> Oh my uh, god! I seriously have these down in weird fucking disjointed notes. But the, I mean, but I mean, how is it different than the the show? That's a fair point. Yeah, these twenty year old fucking sophomores. No, oh kid, yeah, they're I, fucking. I guess the sh- here's the thing. I guess He's fifteen the show. max. Yeah. yeah. The problem is with the show is it's probably not geared to me. I I was in high school two decades ago, you know, and so I just I I just guess. I guess I don't relate to the kids anymore. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This is... I don't think this relates to any child. I would love to know if that's different. Like, guys, please, tell me. If if you're underage and you're listening to this, first, Jesus Christ. But second, tell me, is that true? Like, is, is the, does this speak to you in a way that you... And honestly, as somebody who, well, granted, I didn't have much of a life in high school, but I remember high school, even though I was high through half of it. I still remember it. This shit is ridiculous. Like, completely 100% ridiculous. The whole, the the freaking having a dance two days after is like, let's have a student, a whole, a whole rally, so I can tell the... The principal, we need to have our dance. No. Yeah. No. Nobody fucking cares. And that's that's the whole point of that's the problem with this show. It is so clinical and non-caring. You cannot give a shit about anything because nobody gives a shit. And oh my god. And there's just, like not one really likable character. There really like, isn't. Because in the comics, 
Everyone likes Jughead. Jughead's the, your best friend. Everyone's best friend in the comics and stuff. This one, he and even Jug, so Jughead was just like, uh... Oh, no, no. in this show, it, it by looking at him, you feel greasy. I know! He, he reminds like, you more of... Oh, God, what was his name from Popeye? The I would gladly pay you on Tuesday for a hamburger today. Because oh, Wimpy. Wimpy. Wimpy, yeah. Because at least you know Wimpy would, had, had grease sweats. And looking at yeah. this kid, it gives you grease sweats. But uh, the reason I said, oh, God, is I just... Oh, sorry, hold on. My, I warped my mic up because I dropped my thing on it. Um... I, Don't drop I, your thing. Well, no, I just turned a page and I saw the first line, and it says, "Follow me on Twitter, Queen oh. Bay." To this is what this is what cynical writing t- writing staff of thirty somethings think teens speak like, which is why I say this fucking whole thing is Juno, because Juno was. Just oh, let's make all these references, make it sound like we're so smart and upper. Like no, kids don't talk like that. I talk like that. People shouldn't talk like that. Nobody should talk like I talk. Uh, Nobody. And also, if I make a freaking, if I say, if I'm going to make a Thunderbirds are go reference, I'm going to actively make a Thunderbirds are go. I'm not going <laughs> to say Thundercats are go. What the shit? How many times? How many rewrites did that movie have that nobody caught? It's Thunder. Thunderbirds are go! And that's what was the name of the freaking show! <laughs> uh, and yes, that drives me insane. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, oh god, in the very next notice, I am too old for this shit. I have the exact oh, same. True. But no, this is what people think. Like, oh, you should totally follow me on Twitter. Queen Bay! Like, no. No, just. Just no. Just no. Because why would they say that to you when. You guys can easily that night friend each other on Facebook and then swap them. Uh, Done. Yeah. Done. Uh, yeah. Like you do realize that it's much simpler to do that than having to say, "Follow me on Twitter." Someone at work says that does says that often. It's not a fun thing to hear. <laughs> don't care who you are. It's fucking uh, weird. There, there's oh yeah. I don't. I don't think I'll be now. Thank you for telling me at the end because I didn't think it was going to be the dad. I was thinking it was I I, I myself was thinking it, it was the 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 uh, uh, the gay best friend. And oh god, oh the cheerleader tryouts. Okay, this is another thing that ticks me off. When when. Okay, no, no. Let's. When is it. the oldest people? When when is like the seniors in charge of picking out tryouts? Uh, where's your freaking coaches? Also, that I have no, I can never, I never even could care. The only thing I know about cheerleading is Kim Possible was a cheerleader. That is it. (laughs) That is literally it, Nicole. But in the tryouts that, of course, Veronica makes Betty join because, Mm -hmm. but you think it's to be a chide little bitch, but of course, but that's something I I hate that this show has good moments because you find out she's not being a child little bitch because that's what she was in New York. Mm-hmm. Then when her dad came up as an embezzler, they moved out, went back to her mom's hometown. She realized how horrible a person she was, so she's trying to fix it. I like that. So this person who, uh, yeah, she find out, oh, crap, we kind of like the same guy. But you know what? You're hot. You really need to have more self-esteem. 
And that chick who keeps telling you not to be a cheerleader is a bitch. So let's try to make mm-hmm. you a cheerleader. Just a spider. And after they do their whole cheer thing, it's like, where's the Flash? I was like, well, he's in another comic book series. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's on after the He show. can run fast enough, he'll eventually cross your continuity, okay? It happens. All right, he breaks a time barrier. He can break continuity barriers. <laughs> but, uh, so, so Frank's like, just do like I showed you. And they start making out. Like, yeah. that's, that's, but, to the show's credit, which I hate saying, which I'm going to say one gonna, more time. I know time, what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. They call him out right away. It's like, although they call him out in the most shittiest freaking, I want to pretend I'm a teen way by saying, that's so 2007. Or 98. That's so 1998. Yeah. I was like, bitch, you were a zygote in 1998. Or your character was. You're 30. Start acting your age. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this whole Twin Peaks bullshit is just so dumb. And another thing. All right. <coughs> Nicole? I, I'm just going to listen. This is awesome. This show starts in August. Fucking August. Uh-huh. All right. I want you to think... About not only by the way it was shot and lit and sapia toned up the butt, uh-huh. everything gives you that sense of it being a morning in November. Yeah. All right. Okay. All day it looks like a morning in November. This is August, the hottest month of the year uh-huh. in the Midwest, the muggiest place in the U.S. Well, not really. No, fuck no. I'm taking that. I'm pulling that right <laughs> back. It definitely But why, oh, why does it look like a freaking November morning in England? Yeah. Everything is... Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It is so bad. It, the only good part is Luke Perry. You know, I did, now that's what's tripping tripping me out. To see Luke Perry play a father. I know he's older than me. I, I know he's in his 50s, but it's just not right. It's just what, not right. What, did you right. think he was sterile? <laughs> <laughs> I have been chemically castrated by the people at Fox when I was 23. They wanted to keep me young and vigorous. It went poorly. <laughs> but no, I, okay, I'll say the third thing to the show's credit, Okay. Mm-hmm. The third thing. All right, so Archie, who always wanted to be on the football team, because uh-huh. of course you think Archie, you think football player. Then he decides his dad wants him to take over the family business eventually because he wants him. Because hey, you like you like football, so you know what? Focus on football a bit. That'll get you to college, and that'll and that college gets you an education. You come our business degree. You come back here, take over the family business, and you're set. And his whole thing is like, I don't know what I want to do, Dad. I don't know if I want to play football. I don't know if I want to take over your company. I don't even think I want to have anything to do with it. I want to dance. <laughs> I want to dance. And Footloose. Footloose. <laughs> oh, I was going to Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> and where every other fucking I want to be a teen TV show bullshit would lean into that, and that would be an arc for two seasons about him and his dad having a fallout. Luke Perry just looks him dead. It's like, basically, and I'm going to paraphrase a bit, all right, because this kind of stuff probably won't be allowed on CW. (laughs) 
But you can have people's heads turn into mist, but you can't say words. Yeah. <laughs> our, our system is... Our sensor system is fucked. It's like, play football. Don't play football. Don't give a fuck. Take over the business. Don't take over the business. Don't give a fuck. All right? Mm-hmm. Go jump in a hole. Don't jump in a hole. I don't give a fuck. Just do it with convention, conviction, and make up your goddamn mind. That's all I give two shits about. You know, like a decent parent. Shut it down. Unless they pick it up after after on, which would make me hate this show even more. They shut it down episode one. That whole, what should be an entire arc that has to be overcome because hubris uh-huh. is keeping them from seeing eye to eye. It's a father who genuinely cares for his son and only brought this up because, hey, you worked with me and you seem like you liked it and this is an easy job. This is a simple, constant job. You will be safe your entire life. And you know what? You like football? Use that. Use that to go to school. Get a scholarship so you don't have to pay loans. Then you come mm-hmm. back and you have a job waiting with your business degree. You are set for life. You can do whatever you want because your life is set. Because kids think, like you see, like, oh, I want to do everything in my life. Me? Having a having a steady job gives you time to do everything else because uh-huh. you're not working hand to mouth. You know these these hours are set doing your job. I can fucking do whatever I want with the other ones, even though I just spend all that time playing video games instead of doing what I should be doing. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> this show is insultingly bad. In Insultingly, like seriously, I got to the 19 minute or no 20 minute 21 second mark when I chat when I texted you about this can't be done. Yes, I and the only reason you can like, do it is because oh you were watching it peripherally. <laughs> I sat my happy ass down and I tried to watch it. Now, if I had rum, that would have been a different story. <laughs> <laughs> this show is bad. It is so so bad. It did it did get a little bit better after the first after the first uh, episode. Not a whole lot. Like I said, I really I, I really liked Veronica a lot better after the first episode. So what all happened after the first episode? Just a quick anything uh, of note. More more drama with the uh, the teacher, and then his dad found out about it. Well, duh. And, yeah, and the thing is, they're trying to cover that up. Uh, oh, so. yeah, and here's the, here's their arc. They heard a gunshot while they were fucking at 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And they can't say anything, because then you're basically saying, hey, we were fucking. Or, you could have just said, you were out in the woods. Like, why were you out in the woods? Like, bitch, I'm 14. I like playing in the woods. Like, uh-huh. 14. Kid, you're ripped. That gay kid over there called you a freaking uh, ginger bull. <laughs> and you look older than I am. Would you mind telling me your age again? Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to... What else happened? Oh, my gosh. Um, man. Uh, that sums thing? it up. What oh, else Betty, Betty went crazy. Um, Who did? Because they, um, they, some kids... St- started talking to Veronica about being a whore and so they she stopped the rumor by basically dressing up in a wig and started doing some uh uh SM and M stuff to a kid in the locker room. <laughs> so basically they ripped it straight and, out of Easy A? 
Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of bit to me. Yeah, I should have taken notes, but uh, yeah. You, you can't. Well, you're at work. Yeah. So, but it was. I I I because Veronica did stand up a lot uh, for for Betty, but she also put Betty in her place. Like, girl, come on. <laughs> He's not into you. So she. Oh had to God! Have that yeah. Too. The ending scene, holy shit! So, at the after party for the dance, which of course there's an after party, and of course, you know, a female incest lady, who I, I, Queen Bay apparently is her name, because that's the only notes I have of her, <laughs> was that she's full of incest, her hair looks almost as CG as Archie's, and apparently she wants people to, her Twitter handle is Queen Bay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just got a little bit of cancer. I had to it's hop okay. it up. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> I get it. Of course they do seven minutes in heaven. And of course oh. it's Veronica and Archie. <gasps> Whatever will happen, Betty? Oh, no. So, of course she bolts. Oh. oh, my favorite thing is that, that Archie did take both Betty and Veronica to the, the prom right. or the dance. But it's because Betty said take us both. And, oh... So, Betty's, like, all, like, doesn't, she's like, hey, we should totally date at the dance. And he was like, he, like, he he jerks back, like, she just, like, like, you know that trick, uh, I, I, I think it's called, uh, a smoke bomb in somebody, where, like, you cup your hand, and oh, you yeah, fart uh-huh. it, and then you just woof it up to their face. That's uh-huh. the face he made when she said, you're hot, I'm hot. We actually like each other as people. We should date. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? No, what? No, what? 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 Oh, oh, what? Oh. Like, what kind of response is that? And then he finally tracks her down at the end at her house. And she's like, oh, do you love me? And the, right when she said that, I was like, oh, girl. What the fuck? And she's like, well, do you at least like me? I was like, okay, you're reining it back a bit. Thank you. You're not getting one of my three. I have to give the show credits, but good on you. <laughs> and then he's just like, but I do love you. I was like, oh, the, you you put too much emphasis on that. Di- what are you doing? What are you? No, I don't mean you as an Archie. I mean writers. What are you doing? You wrote a hole. Leave the hole there for the next episode. Don't have him walked up to someone who's like, but I do love you. It's like, oh, God, that that yeah. is so disingenuous. And again, not talking about Archie. I'm talking about the fucking writers. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> so yeah. the other episodes are just wheel spinning more, right? And does Jug have, Jughead have more than three actual lines that aren't no, narration? He starts to look into the investigation that uh, Archie and the teacher might be dating. Uh, I'm yeah. so glad I didn't... I, I, I seriously... When I was asking Mom about it, she was like, I don't know. Like, I, I, well, no, I'm not going to... Well, no, I was like, Mom, I'm not going to watch this again. Just but fucking you, say you it. You need to cleanse your, your palate with no, Archie. No, it's just sort of a... It. It was just, she need, was acting need, like it was going to be some big thing. And since I haven't watched any of it, apparently his dad runs a drug thingy. Like, apparently barrels were full of drugs or something. I don't know. Like, wait, oh, really? barrels or something? Huh. I don't fucking know. 
So the dad, who literally hasn't been established yet as existent, uh-huh. is the one who did it. It's like, oh, okay. There. Done. Don't care. Yeah, yeah, he was a drug trafficker, and the kid found out. I don't even care why he got shot because of it. Was it because he was, he was going to turn him in? Was he trying to... <gasps> blackmail his own father. Uh, Don't care. Could fucking care less. It could be that his dad was just saying hello to him, dropped, or tripped, the gun fell, and shot him in the head. It could be that what happened was that sister's actually a ghost because while they were on the boat, the brother went full Lenny from Mice and Men on her and accidentally snapped her neck. So his dad had to pull a George from Mice and Men. It was like, it's all okay, son. It's all okay. We're going to get a farm, and you're going to tend to... BAM! Oh, my <laughs> could have been any of that. Well, actually, if it was that last one, I would have fucking watched the entire series. <laughs> <laughs> I make way too many references to that show not to. Oh, yeah. No, if you need to cleanse your palate, go read uh, Archie vs. Predator. Yeah, that's so weird. You get the that... juxtaposition of the horribleness that is hit, that is Predator with the with the milk sweet Americana of Archie. I love that series. It's only four issues, and it's so awesome. Oh. Uh, it's one of the better Punisher it... crossovers. I haven't I haven't I haven't done Maybe the Punisher slapstick yet. was my favorite. Do you remember slapstick? Uh huh. Yeah, he looked like the Noid. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I like this. I like. I don't know why I like slapstick. It was sort of a proto uh, freakazoid. It's probably why I liked them. Freakazoid. I like freakazoid. So, <clears throat> as a palate cleanser, we're gonna briefly discuss something amazing. <laughs> briefly, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I do have quite a few notes on that one too that I want to bring up to see if the it tracks with you. But yeah. Okay. Wonder Woman, y'all. Motherfucking. Wonder Woman, y'all. Wonder Woman! And did you know the chick who played the, uh, the general was Buttercup from... Yeah, from, I did right. not know that! Let me tell you, let me tell you something. I enjoyed her more than Wonder Woman. Uh, don't get me wrong. She was so cool! Gadot, no, 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 no. That's not a Wright? slam on Wonder Amazing. Woman. That is a step... That is, like, no. That's no matter how good Gal Gadot was as Wonder Woman... Oh, it was a next level shit. Her and her the and uh, Hippolyta were yeah. so good. Yeah. And the whole the oh. Okay. And Aniote. Annie Ope. 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 Oh shit! Oh my gosh, I want to be her. Yeah, I kind of do said too. To, I even said to, to my friend at the well, theater, "Well, not I'm the like, dead part." I, yeah, I said it to my friend to my friend at the theater. And I'm like, I want to be her when I grow up. <laughs> well, if you find if you find the the uh, Isle of Paradise, you can because nah. you don't age. Because you know, then technically you would still be growing up, You'd still yeah, be aging, never ending. <laughs> but I, okay, there's a couple things I love. Uh, did you okay. notice? Okay, so the original setup with Wonder Woman, it was uh, she learned about the horrors that are going on in the world of men in the Great War, and she knows that she needs to help because uh -huh. they're fighting a literal villain that is Hitler. But 
the concept of this movie, which is playing off a lot of the New 52 stuff, is the fact that war itself is the problem. And you cannot set that movie in World War II because there was a literal villain. There were quite a few villains on both sides, but there was a literal antagonist to World War II because that war was a fucking story for some reason. But they end up trailing it back to the Great War to World War One, because that was a shit show. Mm-hmm. There are so many reasons that people fought that war with other countries, and wanting your neighbor's land was the least crazy. There were so many weird reasons for that war that it fit perfectly about like just the giant miasma of war making man crazy. So that's why they actually pushed it back to World War One instead of well, World I War Two. I also heard. I also heard that they didn't want to have like another. They were worried about the whole Captain America thing because oh, Captain that was America prevalent. was the whole World yeah. War Two thing. So, but a lot of those stories started in World War Two. You can't not have that. Yeah, that's that's another. Yeah, like, if so. you have a Namor movie, that motherfucker better be showing up in World War Two, like with his spanks on. <laughs> but here's the thing. Well, no, they could allow it because they allowed uh, they allowed Quicksilver. Oh wait, Fox owns both of them, so it doesn't matter. Uh, because they allowed Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch, who are mutants, and Namor is a mutant too. You knew that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, the little feet wings. Yep. Feet wings. That's not a Lanian. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, he was the first mutant in Marvel, in Marvel's continuity. Mm-hmm. His little feet wings. Wee 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 wee. But uh, <laughs> those were some. How was that? How was that? Wee 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 wee. I'm sorry, there's nothing manly about tiny little feet wings that go wee 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 <laughs> Tell that to him. <laughs> well, I will, but then I'll just show him a picture of Sue Storm and run the other way while he's having a nice little wank. And, I uh, let me see, I'm going to try and find my notes. Oh, you knew who the villain, who, who Ares was straight off the bat, right? I kind of figured it out, yeah. Because the moment... <laughs> Okay, you had you had Remus J. I'm that motherfucking guy from Dragonheart Lupin in your movie, and he walks up to the heroes like, you know what? I'll fund your expedition. It's like he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. He's That's the bad right. guy. I did all That's but jump right. up and shout. He's the bad guy, everybody. The the Germans a red herring. A red herring. He's a red herring. There's no <laughs> nope nope. Lupin's the bad guy. Lupin's the bad guy. And, uh. And of course, it's like, yep, Lupin's the bad guy. Told you, told you, told you, told you, Lupin's the bad guy. But I did have a friend who had a really cool theory that she thought it was, uh, it was, uh, Doctor Poison. I would have, I would have liked that twist. I would have, really, to see like a female villain go against a female hero. That yeah, kind of cool. that isn't Cheetah. Huh? That isn't the Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah, and it would have been cool, and especially, but it also would have been uh, the uh, the horrible trope of basically uh, Samson's wife, the uh, the the female defiler. They were trying to stay away from that trope because the corrupter, the female corrupter. You know mm-hmm. how Eve convinced Adam to eat the apple. Samson's wife cut off his hair as he slept. You know, 
that that female corruptor that's secretly behind it all. But I can understand not making her it because you're they're trying to make it, and that's the worst part about it. This movie's amazing, but it had to make so many concessions because everybody was going to keep an eye on it. If this failed, mystically, it's because it was a woman a woman movie directed by a woman. Of course mm-hmm. it was. Even though, and everybody liked to give shit like, oh, the director? Last movie was an $8 million indie movie that won an Oscar, you stupid fucks. <laughs> that was about taking one of the most beautiful women on the planet and turning her into a psychopath. Alright? Yeah, fucking... Ch- You have to tell everybody that's Charlize... Yes, I'm talking monster. You have to tell everybody that that's Charlize Theron. But no, it's... It's someone who's a really good good director, given a really good script, and a really good uh, cast. Hell, fucking even Chris Pine was good in it, and he's hardly ever good. Oh, I love Chris Pine. Liking him and uh, thinking he has talent is two different things. I like him well enough when he's not James Tiberius motherfucking Kurt. Yeah, I like him as Kurt. <laughs> he was okay in the second one because... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Not the second one, the first one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I hurt myself saying that. Into Darkness was one of the... Oh, fucking... That... that the only way the new Star Trek stuff could shit on my love of Star Trek more is if they took Q... And turned him in to Zac Efron. <laughs> that is the only way. And they turned him into a zany, zany goof up kind of guy. Instead of, like, the capricious, puckish god that he was. <laughs> who would be switching between a, between a force of nature Greek god who just, you cross him wrong, he'll just murder you. Or... The puckish kind of god, the fake god, who will just mm-hmm. play around with you for his own amusement and see what you do because he's bored. If yeah, because they took my two favorite Star Trek movies and crammed it together and shat them both out. Wrath uh, of Khan, yeah, the Wrath of Undiscovered yeah. Country. You know how they shat on Undiscovered Country? Yeah. Uh, the Klingon moon of what is it? Uh, Plagueis? No, no, uh-huh. that was the Sith Lord. Oh. Praxis, I think it was Praxis, is already exploded when they go to Klingon and into darkness. Oh, Here's man, the whole. You know, the whole so long since I've watched any of these. The whole point of Star Trek VI, the undiscovered country, is an end to the Klingon war because the Klingon moon it was exploded due to overmining from the war effort from the from the what thirty years of war they've had with the Federation. Mm-hmm. Due to overmining, the moon exploded, and they were in trouble. So the Federation is helping them. That is the whole crux of it, and how to, how people on both sides hate hate so much that they can't stand that the other would be an ally. So they conspire together, ironically, to drive each other apart. When they go to Klingon, the moon is already exploded. Oh, okay. You can say it's because of Nyloth or whatever, the the guy who came back in time. But, no. That still wasn't enough time. Because even if they were wrecking the Klingon worlds, they did not. They were not doing it for a long enough time period to where the moon would have already exploded. And that would have also put them on the Federation radar to begin with. And at this point, they still technically weren't on the radar. 
Oh my god, it was also kind of Ender's Game. Ew. I, 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 I never saw the movie. I read the book, but I never well, the saw book the movie. Of game, I don't mean like the war itself or the simple fact that they knew like the secret mission because the whole thing on Into Darkness was they had all this stuff together because they were going to blow up Klingon preemptively because they knew they were going to be a threat and they didn't want anybody to know that so they were orchestrating all this behind the scenes. Kind of uh-huh. like what they were doing with the whole... Uh, they were already sending their people off to the bug world before they told anybody of what was going on. Like how they kept, uh, what, hyperspace communication a secret just so nobody could find out that they're secretly doing a surprise attack on the bug world. Uh-huh. That. That is literally fucking Ender's Game in it. That is? Oh, my God, but no. It's been, like, it's been forever since I even read so that. So bad. But, uh... Although, as much as I like the movie, they, they missed a couple things. Okay, uh, I'll... I'll, I'll I, oh, I no, you go. If you have to something to talk about, too, about go so. for it. Go for it, because I've been rambling. Okay, well, the thing is, is... I really wish they would have talked more about her origin. And, um... This is another thing that I hate when movies do it, and or any kind of storytelling. Uh, when they're talking... Um, uh, we can't tell her the big secret oh, is to right. protect her. And I'm just like, and I, and I'm just like, you need to tell her so she knows what the hell is going on. You know, she's going to find out. Ares is going to find her. You need to tell her what is going on. And I hate it when any story is like, we, we need to keep it a secret to protect. And when everyone else knows the secret, I'm what? like, are you saying that? I mean, she has to be what? 6,000 years old by now. You're saying in 6,000 years, no one's slipped the secret? <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, slight counterpoint. Uh, I hate it, too. And I got annoyed with it, too. But, you know, hindsight, keep uh, you know, working the entire movie in your head, figuring out what's going on. Also, acting is another thing. The way Hippolyta, the lady playing Hippolyta acted, uh-huh. it drove home the fact that Yes, I like the fact that they don't say whether or not she's made from clay, or if she was from the whole new story of where uh, Hippolyta and Zeus fucked, or if Zeus just brought life into it, or or to the you know to where technically yes, Zeus is her father because he brought he helped breathe life into her. But was it was it the messianic virgin birth? Well, no, they or actually was... talked about it in the movie that she was built from clay. No, no, no. She told her that she was built from clay. A mother telling a daughter a story about the gods blessing her with the gift of the perfect daughter. But See, it's also I've, described as it just being the child of Zeus. I like. I want the truth somewhere to be in the middle. To where, yes, Zeus breath, uh, breathed life into his master for his masterful plan, but a mother's love would endures all. They, she will not let her daughter be a weapon. In every scene where... Young Diana's like, Mommy, I want to fight, please. Uh-huh. And everybody's like, dude, let her fight. Let her fight. And she fucking knows that it's her destiny. But it's still her daughter. She doesn't want her daughter to have to face the monsters. She wants her to be safe as long as possible. Hubris is a bitch. All right? Wanting, and the sense of protection is worse. And it was just a mother constantly want wanting her daughter to be safe. That's mm-hmm. what that that's what I felt from it. So I was a little bit less upset about it 
but it was still shit. But then, you know, you have uh, Auntie Opie uh, helping him out, <laughs> doing it anyway, because, dude, uh. she has to learn to fight. Mm-hmm. And I do like that. It's just simple, like, not only, like, even if you think of it as just a simple fact of, she's going to be the only Amazon who can't fight. Do you really want your daughter mm-hmm. to be that bitch? As in, like, yeah. literally that, as in the bottom, the bottom of the, like, no, you don't want, you don't want that for your kid. You don't want that for your kid. Get her good. It's like, okay, fine, fine, just do it. But, God, if you're going to do it, God damn it. All right, fine. I wanted her to not be a warrior, but you want this? I'm going to dance mom this shit. She's going to be the uh. best fucking warrior in the world. <laughs> and I like that. Uh. And there was one something I kind of, I kind of wish they would have played with more. Because the whole, the whole crux of the story, and of course, I started realizing this after I watched it, was I, uh, was no matter how dark man can get, there's always that bit of light. And nowhere in this movie was it more apparent than the smuggler. I can't remember. Chief. Because uh-huh. even as his throwaway line, which is just, it was supposed to be just a quick, oh, hey, what's this guy's thing? What's that guy's thing? What's this uh-huh. dude's thing? Kind of like, you know where they didn't do that in Captain America, was oh, that guy's French. Oh, hey, that guy's black. That motherfucker's wearing a bowler hat. That's it. That's all you needed uh, to know. I mean, hell, the French dude even wore a fucking, like, the, the black and white fez? pinstrip shirt with the stupid scarf. It was the handkerchief. Uh, Any who's it. <laughs> and Chief, basically, how he was bringing him out, was like, he has seen horrors. And you got to remember, this is, this is 1913. When he says he's seen horrors and they're talking about, you know, the atrocities that were done to the natives by Americans, mm-hmm. not only would, could he possibly know it, he definitely knows it himself, his parents and his grandparents as well. As in either his parents or his grandparents were literally part of the Trail of Tears. And yet, here he was, helping this ragtag group next to a man he considers a close friend. Uh-huh. Who is the, who is exactly the people who brought his his people so much pain and suffering, mm-hmm. and yet he still considers him his friend. That right there should have been the glowing example that there's still that light of hope. I mean, heck, even if you notice at the end when the, when the Germans start snapping out of it a bit, he actually embraces one of them that's crying because... Yes. That was awesome. Oh, I love that part. I love that part. No matter how horrible everything is, you have this shining beacon who is still seeing the light in man, even though has seen some of its worst Mm. shit. Seriously, this movie has so many layers. I cannot wait till it comes Mm. out on DVD, and I'm going to get the fuck out of it. Well, I've watched it twice so far. Really? I've only watched it the Mm -hmm. once. I watched it opening weekend, though. No matter how much I hate opening weekends, if you want to show a movie, love it. That's the only time these shithead producers notice his opening yeah, weekends. Um, unfortunately, no. It, I thought it was very well done. Um, oh, there was one thing okay. I didn't like though. Huh. One big glaring, glaring, glaring thing. Okay, I wonder if it's the same during, thing I'm talking about during the villain monologue. Okay. Oh my god, did you hear that? What was that? That was Ollie burping. I'll let you know in just oh, a minute. Oh, I thought Bob. that was you, like adjusting your microphone. No, that was Oliver burping. But I. When I'm having my big villain monologue, thank you very much. He's all like, no, 
Men were always bad. I never liked war. I just want them all to uh, die so everything's fine. Oh, I never part, did okay. a single thing. I never told them to do bad things. I just whispered little inspirations they here. They did it themselves. They brought they it They did it to themselves. Like, no. No, you actively told someone who lost all their work. Oh, hey, um, if you use this, this bit of formula, it'll all go good. And, I mean, hell, and when they were doing the whole inspiration... They could have done something so much better, like uh, the general, the the not. Or, I keep on saying Nazi. Well, he was a fucking Nazi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bad guy, the German dude. All right, you remember his introductory scene where he's uh, well, his actual scene, not the flashback one, where he is uh, walking through through his troops, and that guy is sitting there saying, you know, it's like our people are dying, they're wanting to run, blah 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 blah, and he just stops and shoots him. What if? In that moment, that would be the scene that they showed when Ares was traveling, was, you know, showing the things he did. Like, they should have altered uh-huh. that because him walking past the doctor and whispering what to do was stupid. And uh, if, if at this point, like, uh, that guy who he's, who's telling him, like, we have to pull out. Of course we're going to have to pull out. We're starving. If before that scene you showed him sort of despondent, thinking all is lost, and then here is this upstart little shit telling him everything is over and his country has failed, so he shoots him in the face and gets a, a renewed sense of vigor in the war. Mm-hmm. What if that person was Ares who told him that, who got shot? Did mm-hmm. it solely to drive him. That is that is softly manipulating. Not just walking by someone's like, Psst, the answer is X minus three, and walking by. And the doctor lady, you know, when she's like looking at her stupid notes... And out of nowhere, she just grabs one. It's like that's already crumbled up. That she threw oh, away because no, it was wrong. Like, that's okay. Oh wait, this that, is I'm it. I'm glad you brought that up because that drove me nuts. I'm like, you already crumbled this up, saying it wasn't right, and then you're like, oh no, it's right here. Right? What if a small burst of wind brought that up, and she just kind of looked at it, and it wasn't the exact same thing, but it gave her that bit of inspiration to look at it again to alter it. Aries, slight involvement. Just mild tweaks. Those are mild tweaks where people don't even... Like, it's not just sort of, ah, oh, bit of brilliance. It's, huh, wind. Actually, if I do this, or someone who's about to about to give up, getting, just gets that last little snap he needs to get back into the game. Uh-huh. That would have been great. They, But that's just me nitpicking, and that probably wouldn't be the best thing in the world. But I, for me, that would have been lovely. I would have... I mean, heck... You could have you could have trimmed off like maybe half of the fucking uh, slow mo shots, and you could have put it in easily. I didn't mind the slow mo shots, honestly. I kind of hate slow mo shots so much; it gets up its own butt. It's oh, there's a couple times it was good. Nearly all the ones on Themyscira were awesome because they were shots we're not used to seeing. And when she was a uh, when she was charging the pillbox, that was cool. Oh yeah, that was awesome. The, 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 I tell well, you. not the charging part, just literally the shield part. When she was shoring up for the attack, that was awesome. I'll give those two. Those two were glory. But everything else, you could have really done without, man. You really could have. And the CG, man, it was some Matrix Two level shit. There was, oh man, there's some good stuff. The character Dope. replacement, like when she was, uh, when they're in the, the city, fi- liberating the city, when she's doing the sick whip tricks, uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. And where she it ought it obviously goes to the horrible CG double. You saw it twice. You had to have seen this. Mm-hmm. The yeah. utterly atrocious CG double and then pops back. It was worse than in Matrix 2 during the Neo and Smith fight. <laughs> it was so very like guys you're pulling the immersion out its ass. <laughs> but no, I love the fact that the things I hated about it were nitpicky. That's yeah, the well, mark of that's a good the movie. thing. I'm just like, but I I got over over you like it these nitpickiness because the script was amazing. The oh, so good. The cast was really well so done. God. I mean, okay, I gotta apologize. <laughs> when they first announced that Gal Gadot was a, uh, I had no and, idea who she was. Yeah, when well they showed pictures of her. I'm like, she is too dang skinny. I'm like, where is the muscle tone on this girl? This is this girl is not going to be my Wonder Woman. And then they, that girl they showed was your her. Wonder Woman. And when you hear the movie, you're like, this woman's rocked it. She's perfect. Yeah, Peter Gallagher just walked up and like, and now, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a stupid joke. I was making a Wonder Woman <laughs> joke. Anyway, but yeah, I got it's, it. I got it. <laughs> it's such a good movie, and yeah, she and I mean she encapsulated the cloistered Diana really well, like really well. Well, I think it helps that she was actually in the Israeli army, so she knows how to fight for real. So she knew isn't how to. Everybody in the that. Israeli army, huh? Isn't, isn't service compulsory? I, it, I, it probably is, but you know she was still in the army yeah. and she knew how to fight, so she knew how to bring it onto those scenes, and I think it helped a lot. Oh yeah, she she brought a fucking presence, mm-hmm. which is what is needed. And and they did the best parts of Wonder Woman is or is the awesome action, the I will just straight rip your shit a new hole, man. I uh-huh. will, and then the compassion. Because she is the warrior, not the soldier. A mm-hmm. warrior is a bit... Like, you will fight the fight till the bitter end. All right, you'll do what needs to be done to get the fighting done. But you'll also help heal the land. Like, she is, well, the, the ambassador. It's great. And she... And they. I really wish they would have played a little more with the... Uh, with the uh, mythology aspect, because you know you have yeah, that's I really wish there was more time on Paradise Island. I really well, do. Not even that, just period. Like, cause I, uh, mm-hmm. cause you know you have Superman dealing with sci-fi stuff. You have Batman dealing with noir stuff. She takes care of the magic stuff, the mystical stuff. Mm-hmm. The yeah, and oh my God, think about a Jason and the Argonauts style fucking movie with her <gasps> at the helm. Oh, oh awesome. I really hope they do that. Like more of like. Not Percy Jackson, but more of like modern era. But it's still the, the the Greek, the Greek tragedies. It's oh, it would be so cool. I am so looking forward to the second movie. You have no idea, and I'm already feeling better that, that for piece sure of shit thing. What's going on in the second movie? No, uh, they didn't That'd even expect awesome. this to do well because DC sucks. You want know, DC brought their game. You know, the thing is, I think DC finally did something with this movie that they haven't with the other. Taking they chances. actually dropped their guard down a little bit, and they oh. added a little bit of humor. Oh, no, here's the thing. This was also another cynical thing that DC did. You know why? Huh. It did. It, it's, it's aping Marvel again. Because think about it like this. Remember how I said the director 
the last thing they did was I uh, was a tiny little movie indie movie. Mm-hmm. The most most acclaimed thing they did was a tiny little indie movie that, of course, was amazing. But and think about Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh huh. What what was prevalent about that? You had a director no one really knew about. You had a uh, main star nobody really knew about. Well, you had characters no one knew about. Exactly that. That too, yes. But you also have a, uh, and that's basically what their whole deal has been. I mean, hell, they got Kenneth Branagh to do the first freaking Thor movie, for God's mm-hmm. sake. They're they're sort of throwing... It looks like they're throwing thought spaghetti at the wall, but what they're doing is they're paying the cheapest people they can do and giving them the, the movie equivalent of you get paid in exposure, of course, in the back end, but, you know. But no, to where if they fail, oh, well, you didn't lose nearly as much money. And that's what they did. I'm sure it was a $150 million movie, yeah, but that's still not nearly as much as Man of Steel was. And it's ah, not a, that's that isn't even as much as they lost on Green Lantern. You yeah, well, I'm one of the people that like that movie. Uh, I'm one of those people. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. I'm telling you this as a very huge, very very quite big Green Lantern fan. Yes, it was. I don't think it was that bad. Parallax was in Earth, for God's sake. Okay, Parallax was horrible. Parallax was horrible. <laughs> and Parallax, the best part about Parallax is its existence. It was only created because Jeff Johns needed to turn Hal back into not being a piece of shit, so he had to create an entire mythology for the comics just to make Hal Jordan okay again. Seriously, that's why Parallax exists. Because, you know, how when he went crazy after uh, Coastal City blew up, he called himself Parallax and killed all the Lanterns? Uh Well, he was actually possessed by the demon bug Parallax. So that's why. And then, you know, then of course if there's a demon bug for Parallax, it's a demon bug for fear. Wouldn't there also be one for willpower? Booyah, you got Oa. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. Or, I can't remember the name of the fucking... It's a big green whale! (laughs) So... And of course, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oa is so. It? Then he no, started bringing the up all. Yeah, Oa is the planet. Yeah, started bringing yeah. up all the different I, uh, the Sinestro Wars and the all the different lanterns came about because Jeff Johns tried to explain all the shit that went down after uh, after Death of Superman, all the horrible crap that happened with between uh, what was it Green Lantern forty nine and Green Lantern 50, or fifty and fifty one. Yeah, and he had to do. He had to create an entire universes of, of information just to cover that crap, and that's what they had to do. But uh, I, I was just happy to see Kilowog on the big screen. Yeah, I love Kilowog, but no, thank, it's not enough for me. It would have been enough for me until I saw that stupid outfit. Like, nope, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I cannot. Exp- I, no, lots. Nope. <laughs> I can't, but no, uh, like the whole thing was completely cynical on uh, on DC side because they weren't making much of a risk because they took the character people liked and they made a safe bet. They were as hands off as possible because you know if it fails, it's not our fault. It's because you wanted a woman movie. It's your fault. Ugh. 
Like, seriously. No, I'm knew. so happy that this did so well. Because here's the and, thing. Oh, go for it. Oh, no, I'm just saying, I have not, I haven't heard anyone that has said, I absolutely hate this movie. It's ridiculous. I I know a lot of people, some people have some problems no, with someone it. Hates but overall, most people have enjoyed it. it. Like, if you hate superhero movies, you'll hate this fucking movie. Like, that right there, if it's just not your bag, if you don't like superhero movies, if you didn't like uh, Captain America, you're not going to like the brainier version of Captain America. You're really not. Because you can honestly think of it like that. It's the brainier version of Captain America. Because it fits, right? Because Captain America was just about, you know, one guy stopping another guy. And this was the same thing, but was so much more at play. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, in, oh, yeah, because, yeah, you'd realize that's what, uh, what I was going to say, like, you know that's what would have happened, right? If it failed, it wouldn't have been, the, oh, like, yeah. Superman fails, you blame DC. Batman failed, you blame DC. Suicide Squad was atrocious. You blame all the editing DC and Warner Brothers did. If this movie would have failed, they would have blamed Gal Gadot and the director, and I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Um, crap, no, it's not Cat. Is it Catherine? Because that's how people are. There's shitty things that will blame the woman, not the industry. And you know that would have happened. It would have been their fault for trying to step up in the... Oh, I can't even finish that. It's fucking stupid. Like, like the, the simple thought, even to say it in a shitty way, it's... Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> it would have. It would have been. It's it's a cynical way to see it, but they would have. It would have. If we if we I, use yeah, the, I agree. The the uh, a wormhole generator. If if I if I were to be contacted by Al and say, hey, I need you to hop into the, I need you to quantum leap into the into this alternate reality, like Ziggy, do it. And <laughs> I go into like an alternate reality where that movie failed. All over the place. It's going to be because they deign to walk the world of man or bullshit like that. It would have. Like, I'm so glad the movie did good, but at the same time, we we could have... Like, you should be able to allow DC to make another shitty movie. Like, it shouldn't have had to have been this whole... It shouldn't have had this whole uh, weight around it because it should have just been a movie. And I can't wait for the time to where... It won't be a thing to have a female hell movie. It will just be a movie. It won't mm-hmm. be something special because it'll be normalized. It's just a thing that happens. And that's the world I want where nothing's <laughs> important because it's all just there, man. You don't need to you don't need to make a giant statement because it's not needed. It's just the thing. It's just there. I'm a nihilist, probably. No, sorry, I, no, because there's a lot. There's a lot of great uh, female characters in comic books, and I think this is going to open the door. And I think that's great. I cannot wait for the Captain Marvel movie. No, that's going to be awesome. Because Captain Marvel's cool. I'm really, mm-hmm. but it, as a character, she's had one horrible bit, one really horrible bit. Really Which bit horrible. was that? Where she gave birth to her own rape baby and then fell in love with it. Oh, I haven't heard. I guess I missed that storyline. <laughs> yeah, she came back one day, mystically prego. It seems a an outer being uh, put the whammy on her, seduced her, impregnated her. 
I'm sorry, I've been uh, up since uh since three, so <laughs> uh what it's like ten thirty now? Fudge. Um and I and ha- had her give birth to himself oh whisked gosh, her okay. away to another dimension where she then mystically fell in love with him. Okay, I missed that storyline. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> and the best part is, when of, a good writer took of... over Avengers, uh-huh. they retconned the ever-loving shit out. Well, they didn't retcon as in removing it. They had Carol quit the Avengers because her all her friends saw a obviously brainwashed victim. And all they could do is like, oh, what a cute baby. Her friends, her family abandoned her. So she left. That was the only good thing to come of it is when, is that scene, it was so cool, but fuck, it was bad. Mm. And hey, if they put a bit of uh, Camilla Khan in there too, oh, it'd be great. Oh, I love Camilla Khan. I I, I would love to see her movie. A little bit of the constant referential stuff. It's not my bag. It's a little too much. That's only if you're power reading it. If you're reading like an issue every week or so, no Mm -hmm. big deal. But if you're reading the graphic novel... Ms. Marvel can get a little way to, like I said, hey, let's bring it around to the beginning. What 30-year-old men think teens talk like. (laughs) In full circle. Alrighty. That's going to go Go watch Wonder Woman and stay with Riverdale. Definitely go watch Wonder Woman. That's basically what we were talking about, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was a palate cleanser because... (laughs) That is going to do it for this episode because I am exhausted. I want to go. I want to go watch Wonder Woman again. I know, me too. Oh, <laughs> we, we should watch back, it together. Watch it. We need Dude, to get together and watch it. I now have weekends normal, so I uh, we need to set yeah, a Sunday aside and have all three of us go watch it. Oh, we, we oh, yeah. Well, when when Jake comes back, yeah. Right, it's the sixteenth ish that weekend. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so we're gonna bolt on you guys. Uh. You guys know how to follow us on the on Twitter uh, at ABQ Podcast capital A capital B capital Q. Uh, <laughs> if you want to shoot us an email, brotherscrawlgmail.com. At the very least, you might want to follow us or subscribe on iTunes because right now we're in a bit of a fluid stage. We're not going to be updating uploading nearly as often, which <clears throat> not like we did anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I uh, try to subscribe on iTunes and hey. If you know someone out there who this type of uh, rambling or possibly ASMR, I don't know. Some people say I have an okay voice. I don't believe them. But <laughs> you do have a, you have a good voice. Yeah, I don't believe it. I have to listen to it when I edit. I don't. I no one likes to listen to themselves. And I, yeah, and see someone kind of digs our stuff, shunt it off to them, see if they like it. So, oh wow, the, the normal outro isn't really going to work because. We were very... Well, oh well. We here at Brother Squirrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Not with that attitude. (laughs) Uh, I am tired, man.